Welcome to my podcast, What We Know For Sure. I wanted to address and talk about and get your feedback on psychics. Why are we so obsessed with knowing our future? What makes us doubt ourselves? Why do we trust a complete stranger who claims to be able to see the right to give us advice and direction. I'm sure a thousand of you or millions of you out there have spoken to psychics or or um, clairvoyants and always in search of answers, wanting an answer for the future, wanting to know what's going to happen next usually in the most vulnerable, weakest time of our lives or when something really bad is happening in our lives, when we start to doubt our own decisions and, and we think too much. And then we pick up the phone and we dial a number to a complete stranger on the other side, giving them information and waiting for them to tell us that everything's going to be okay. And then we get the drug it feels good. We call again and again, not realizing that in every single time we call this person, we are engaging in spending our money in order for them to tell us something good. And we believe it and we create it and we make it happen. We don't realize that we are giving this person every single information about us. Again, we become vulnerable, we become childlike, we trust, and we wait like little puppies for them to tell us that everything's going to be fantastic. And then the psychic starts to get the God complex, understanding and knowing that this person is weak. I have the ability to direct them in the right direction. And they start telling you what to do. And you start to follow. You start to do blindly without thinking because you've given them your power. So I ask all of you, why do you call a psychic? Is it because you doubt yourself? Or because you don't know how to wait? Why are you in such bad danger that you want someone to tell you it's going to be okay? And why is it we can't tell ourselves that? I'm guilty of it too. I have called many psychics. And what I've learned over the last couple of weeks is that you give them the power, the power over you. And then they start being God. And they start telling you how things should be. And they forget them, that they are really there to just give information and not direct I'm sure there are people out there who have, been, who have the gift, the gift to see, but there's no timeline. And I think it's important that we take our power back and control our own futures and know that no one can actually tell you when you're going to die tomorrow. The day they can tell you when you were born and exactly when you're going to die that's when you know that something is special. But most of them are unable to do that. 
because that's not their job. So I, I encourage a lot of you that when you are in your weakest and most loneliest and doubtful time, that you need to really look inside yourself and find that strength. Because no one on the outside, whether they have powers or not, can really improve that or change that. It is you and you alone that have that power to make a difference in your own life, to change your path by yourself, to stop the chaos by yourself, because no one else can do it for you. Have a wonderful evening. Welcome to my podcast, What We Know For Sure. Today, we're going to talk about what is spiritualism? Why do we seek it? What are we searching for? Who are we? Why are we here? What is the meaning of it all? If we're going to die, does it all matter? Those are the questions that I think many of us usually ask ourselves at some point in our life some early on in life and some much later. But yet, through the journey, we become more and more materialistic, more and more wanting, more and more self-righteous, but yet seeking, seeking the answers that always in the end tell us that it all doesn't matter, that we need to let go. So today, I want to talk about that. What does it mean? What is spiritualism? And more importantly, what does it mean to say let go? I think it all starts with changing your thoughts, changing how you think, because those thoughts are what impact your life. And sometimes when we overthink, that impacts our life too. But we are all human after all. And so we go in search of gurus, monks, priests, you know, um, clairvoyants, psychics, thinking everyone has an answer for us. But really, do they? Aren't they on the same path? Aren't they trying to find the same answer? Isn't that why they're here on earth? So why do we give someone else the power to tell us what it is. Why is it we crown so many men and women as gurus to tell us very basic, simple, common sense things? We pay millions, we pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars to gurus, to life coaches, People like Tony Robbins, for example, Sadhguru, for example, Rajneeshi, for example, the monks. And we're not the only ones. Governments are guilty of it too. So why do we do that? Why do we give someone else so much power? Because power, when you do give these people the power, they forget exactly why they started their journey to understand what spiritualism is. Because power equates to money. And money is the fruit of all evil, as we all know. 
although it is a necessity. So I want to kind of have that conversation with you today and ask all of you, why do you, what do you seek? And what does that mean to you? Because we all talk about being righteous, doing the right thing, but yet we never do. Somewhere along the path, we deviate. Or we pretend to be self-righteous, or we pretend to be righteous, but then we deviate. So it all starts with one thing. Who are you and why are you here? What is the purpose of all this? The real answer is you are here to learn, to learn about your path, to learn about yourself. And no one else can give you that answer but you. To reflecting upon your your uh, decisions, your friends, your job, your life partner, your religion, it all comes back to why you choose that path. No priest from any religion can give you an answer because he's, he's human. He will be motivated by his own agenda. And those are what cause wars and hatred among people. Because again, we follow someone else's thoughts. It is not yours. It is not your feeling. It is not your core. You've allowed an external force to determine your path. So if there's anything I leave you with, are these questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And why do I keep making the same mistakes? Or why am I on this road, on this journey? Why do I listen to all these other external forces? Why am I so distrusting of my own inner voice? Am I not sure of myself and my higher self? Because you alone have the answer to your path. You alone have an answer to your journey. And do not put or leave that power with others out there. Because real spiritualism is not about others teaching you your path. It's about you understanding who you are and trusting yourself. And then you will know internally what that is. It's pretty much in layman terms, is trust your gut, because your gut is what is always correct. We are taught by our priests, we're taught by our elders to second guess ourselves. Because we're born in it, we are we are born with animal instincts. And our instincts are always correct. We're just taught to doubt it. So I ask everyone to start really listening to your inner self and knowing that that's the only answer and truth that you will always have. Good evening.
Hello and welcome to What We Know For Sure. Today I wanted to talk about the power of thought. How many of you actually spend hours going over a situation that's upset you? Or hours about some loss or a loved one? I think we're all guilty of that. Or hours about the fact that, you know, someone betrayed us in business or betrayed us in love. Um, Or, oh God, I love that person. And then you sit there dwelling about it, wondering why they haven't called you. And that part where you are focused on the fact that they haven't called you and that they don't like you is a negative thought. So today I wanted to talk about that power of thought and I think you know someone who's actually been very good at um, describing or or summing it up in a very quick paragraph is Paramahasa Yogananda and I just wanted to read a a very quick paragraph because I think it it is very appropriate you demonstrate success or failure according to your habitual trend of thought in you, which is the strongest, your success thoughts or your failure thoughts. If your mind is ordinarily in a negative state, an occasional positive thought is not sufficient to attract success. But if you think rightly, you will find your goal even though you seem to be enveloped in the darkness, because you alone are responsible for yourself. No one else may answer for your deeds when the final reckoning comes because your work in this world in the sphere where your karma your past activity has placed you can be performed only by one person you and your work can only be called a success when in some way you've served your fellow man so don't mentally review any problem constantly Let it rest at times, and it may work itself out. But see that you do not rest so so long that you discriminate. You know, your discrimination of the situation is lost. Rather, use these rest periods to go deep within the calm region of your inner self. Attuned with your soul, you will be able to think correctly regarding everything you do. And... If your thoughts or your actions have gone astray, then you can realign them. And I think he said it so beautifully, because all of us are guilty of that, every one of us. And I, I want to put it out there to all of you. How many of you really are able to shift and realign your negative thought? And how hard do you try to do that? And what do you do to get yourself there? into that positive state of mind I I want you to be conscious of that always so say for example you are in love with a boy or in love with a girl and they don't call you you sit there dwelling on it and you're thinking oh maybe I said something maybe they don't like me because of this and you've already started your negative thought process instead of just being positive and saying alright fine I'll just wait for the phone call and focus on you which is the most important person not them and carry on on what you are doing in your destiny, you will draw that positive thing to you. 
And maybe that person isn't really the right one. So the right positive person will come. I think we, um, in, the, in the same thing with work, if we stay angry with our bosses or our co-workers and we just go over and over and over the situation, we're not really changing the situation. We're in fact making it worse for ourselves. We're, dra- we're dragging ourselves into the abyss, the abyss of negativity, and then you can't get out of it because coming out of that abyss is going to take a lot more energy. So when something doesn't go according to plan, the way you want it, there's a reason. Because we are surrounded by energy and the universe always has her own plan. You can do all you can to get something and it may not happen. That doesn't mean you've actually done the wrong thing. And your thought process should say, okay, I'm actually going to maybe make a little shift I still want this and maybe it's the direction I'm taking that's that's taking the, the hurdles. I just need to shift my direction a little bit. So again, stay positive and stop overthinking. When you start overthinking, you know, catch yourself. Stop. It doesn't matter. Nothing is that important. Remember, we're all going to die at some point. And when we're lying in our bed, you know, very sick, all this stuff isn't important. What's important is the happy feelings that you've got. And those happy feelings are those positive thought processes that you give yourself. So try really hard to always stay there and not deviate. And you are the only person who can control that, no one else. Your friends can tell you a thousand times you're great, but if you don't think you're great, it's never going to make a difference. So you should start with yourself. I am great. I am power. I am good at what I do. I am beautiful. I am sexy. And I will get what I believe in. And I will get that job. I will succeed. I will be able to get that home I want. It may not be where I want it right now, but I will get the home I want. And the time that is set for me to get it, because everything is your thought process. Stay in the positive. God bless all of you, and I'll talk to you next time. Good night.